is my friend, and we like to have fun today. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Home of the Whomper. Hi friends, it's me Nick. Chillin', goosin', loosin', trucin'. I declared a truce as soon as the pandemic ha as soon as the pandemic happened, I declared a truce with all my enemies. The world could learn something from this. I'm at my mom's place. Don't don't get mad. I wear a mask everywhere in the house. I'm not going to be doing this for much longer either. In case you're in case you're listening from some sort of paradise and I know I have listeners from various spots, big and small. Uh, the city I'm in, Toronto, is part of a province called Ontario. And Ontario had like a thousand cases of COVID today, which is quite a lot by our standards. Uh, so things are kind of tense here. And um, except for the fact that I've kind of been operating like we are, have a lot of cases anyway, uh, I really wish... Yeah. Sometimes... My talking speaker just doesn't even... It just talks without being addressed. I hate that. It was answering me just there. Um, it happened a lot in my upcoming interview with Michael Rancic that you'll hear. It was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, I'm trying to talk to my friend, buddy. Still kept talking. You got any fun stories about your talking speakers? Write weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. But I just wish more people had operated like shit was super scary the whole time. You know? Like, I'm not saying... Like, I know I got that pr that privilege. I get problems that cr fall into unavoidable categories. You live with a but big your big family in a tiny apartment. Your only friends are, you know, you got to see them. You want to play basketball with them outside. Frankly, I don't even know if playing sports outside is a huge contributor to this shit. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about, you know, people who live in, people who like brunch. People who work, make their own hours. People who don't need to be going out all the time. People who have an internet, people who have a lover, people who have an internet lover, whatever it is, I'm not even saying you can't hang out with your friends. Just don't go with them to some sex cave. Because you don't know who's been in that sex cave before. And I'm sorry, but my nickname for bars is Sex Cave. Have you heard about what happens after hours at bars? I haven't, but it's probably sex! My name is Nick Flanagan. You're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. This is the Nick Flanagan Weekly podcast. Uh, a few times a week, sometimes with a guest. Today, no. I really, though, on some level, think this shit was unavoidable. If you're in a winter climate, them cases going to go up. If you're in a densely packed winter climate, it's just the flu law. The flu law. John Flulaw, the bootmaker. 
I wish you made a vaccine boot. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, but did you buy those vaccine boots? They're uh, vegan boots. And when you step in them, you get vaccinated. And not just against COVID, but also against things like uh, mean tweets and uh, parental criticism. But no, they're keeping that stuff from us. Oh my God. There's some guy. I'm not going to mention this guy's name. I'm going to like criticize him. But honestly, this is such a great example. Like one of the reasons I'm so mad at Canada all the time is our desperate attempts at getting attention are often very negative. Like they realize that being insane and shitty and unnecessarily kind of contentious is what makes people pay attention. It's why, uh, what's her name? Lawrence Southern, Faith Goldie, all those crummy assholes. You know, why so many of these these uh, money grab reactionary YouTube types are uh, Canadian. But there's a Toronto guy who I guess labels himself a comedian. He seems more like some sort of a carny or a... Uh, like, maybe someone who works at, like, one of those bad bookstores. You walk in and you're like, it's mo this is mostly cult books. And magazines. <laughs> anyway, some guy like that has been... He was doing, like, comedy shows in parks that had, like, crummy, low-grade comics. Who are, were, you know, also being like, You ever notice pubes are stinky? And, you know, it turns out if you do that in a park, people sometimes don't want that. If you do a surprise show, like, you know, when you're at a bar and then suddenly someone goes, Ah, here's a shoe. You'll, we got a comedy show. And you're just like, no. I had a comedy bit like this on one of my albums, but, um, you know, like, it's a surprise comedy show, but not even, but in public. The biggest nightmare. And I'm not talking, there are outdoor shows during the pandemic that are ticketed. I don't really, you know, I'm not going to fall one way or the other on if you're performing live. I mean, it. I think at this point, when we're kind of getting, when cases are on the rise to perform live is like, not a great idea. But, I don't know. Live your life, I guess. I'm not doing it, but, and I think it's insane, but live your life. Uh, anyway, this guy does some show. People get mad at them. Um, they film it and they're like, look at these Karens getting mad we're doing the show. These Karens. Look at these Karens. Anyway, he's doing like a anti-mask indoor protest show down the street from this house where my mother lives. And uh, many old people live in this neighborhood. But why would he care? He's trying to like get the anti-mask niche audience to go to this show indoors.
which by the way is legal because I think they're 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 stopping indoor dining. Uh, the Canadian Ontario provincial government is stopping indoor dining, hopefully just in specific cities. Because I think if you're in some small town and nobody's getting COVID, like maybe you should still have a business. I mean, this is what worries me. You know, small businesses should not be going out of business in mass. And if they are, we need to protect those properties from being purchased by like condo people or like franchises. And they shouldn't be going out of business and they need to be basically protected. If, if they're protecting public health by closing, by adhering to regulations for real, give them money, reward them for it. People are going to all be out of a job. It's, it's still going to cost the same thing to give them, uh, you know, this, this, all the stuff Canada is doing monetarily. You know, if they lose the, all their jobs. So just make it work. And that, I hope that's happening worldwide. Anyway, this guy is doing stuff. So tomorrow all that stuff kicks in. So tonight he's like, Come with me for a protest show. Oh, and he's charging. You ever go to one of those uh, protests you uh, pay for to go to? Like a ticketed protest? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. What's so humiliating about Canada is like, we don't know when we try to be grifters or we, you know, we wind up like our idea is so dumb that it makes American snake oil shit look super smart. Like Jordan Peterson, even. The fact that he was like, well, I'm going to get my daughter to, uh, I'm going to get my daughter to advertise her, uh, her all-meat diet to my um, fan base that I have uh, completely told is uh, into logic. It's like, okay, well, if you've, if you're trying to teach, if you have a following who thinks like, are all about thinking for themselves and then you try to advertise an obvious scam to them, you're going to lose some of that following. In the U.S., they couch it all. It's like what the Trump administration is doing right now. They just say, oh, yeah, Trump got COVID. He's uh, totally healthy. And then people are like, what? They're like, yeah, he's really healthy. But my prediction is that in one month, or whatever, 30 days, whenever their election is, they're suddenly going to go, you know, this outbreak is out of control. We're going to have to delay the election. And that's called good old American amoral trickster know-how, whereas the Canadian version is like falling on its face. Falls on its face. So this guy doing this show, who I'm not naming, is just a national embarrassment and, uh, you know, hopefully he learns his lesson someday. <sighs> but he probably won't. Boy, am I tired. Boy, am I hungry. I should leave. I'm having all kinds of, like, problems getting medication. I called the employment insurance people today. Because I'm on the teat. And, yeah. Part of being on the teat means I can do this more, which I don't know if that's a good thing. 
for the audience. But you know what? It's a lot better than going to a park and doing it. <laughs> Podcasting. Park casting. Good God. You know, I'm starting to think Billy Korgs was right. The world is a vampire. And death is garlic. Top five dead or alive. Email your top five dead or alive to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I almost started chewing gum during this. Ow! Keep hitting my headphones on the pop screen. Uh, this is a professional podcast. You should really see this setup. It's really something. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. The desperation. The desperation. Monetizing. The things we monetize in this life. Cures for diseases. Monetizing. Protests. Monetizing. Hugging someone. Monetize it. Professional cuddling. Monetize. What I'm doing right now before monetization would have just been considered college radio. But now I'm trying to make money off it. And you should support me. Kofi.com slash Nick Flanagan. Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Also, uh, the next Bandcamp free, uh, uh, it's like Artist Day where they give 100% of the proceeds to artists. I will be uh, releasing a Bandcamp uh, version of my album. To he I'm here all week, and I might even throw in a bonus. <clears throat> we'll see. Did you guys hear Trump getting interviewed by Sean Hannity last night? I just heard a bit of it. That guy was coughing more than uh, a um, someone waiting behind a, someone who was taking a really long time to do something. Ahem. Guy was coughing so much. He ain't right. That boy ain't right. This is horrible. It's trite to say, but, like, all of the comedy I've been watching lately has essentially come true. There is somebody who is visibly melting, pretending that everything is okay. In more and more desperate manners. And I have no idea what's going to happen with this election. He could very well win. I guess. Maybe not. I'm from Canada. What do I know? I shouldn't even talk about it. Admittedly, I started with the Canadian stuff. Which I wish more people would do. I turned on uh, CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, yesterday with my um, assistant there, the computer that talks, the speaker that talks to me. And the first story was just about this Kamala Harris-Mike Pence debate. I was just like, come on. My tax dollars are not paying to hear about some American 
Like, nobody cares about the vice presidential debate, even when it's important. It was boring. Last year, or last time, nobody watched that debate. Tim Kaine versus Mike Pence. I'd rather watch a, a, turnip, a turnip rot in real time. Don't forget to check out In the Green Zoom, just a real special podcast I've become, I'm a part of. It's the stream we do every Tuesday at youtube.com slash comedy is now a podcast. Chris Fairbanks, Ryan Singer, Sarjun, Phoebe Bottoms, myself, um, James Fritz, Gareth Reynolds, did I mention? Um, Greg Barris, Paul Denke is the host. Maggie May is on it and I think that covers just about everybody if I forgot someone I'm so sorry um, it's a podcast now so just look it up follow it it's good stuff I'm gonna go but I uh, hope you're well and I hope you're in love and I hope that you're staying safe and that your family is safe yeah. oh, God. Playing that again. <laughs>